Oh my god, what am I doing? The bigger picture. I mentioned earlier that Carlos had made earlier content claiming that Fox News controls the media, that you're watching Fox News but you just don't know it, and that he preferred the old ways where journalists acted as gatekeepers, that's the word he used, and picked what was worthy of the people's attention. Carlos is not just against Fox, but against alternative media. It's not just about Crowder and Fox and his causes, it's about power and control because he also said he was annoyed with cable news, but he also wants journalists to be gatekeepers. He wants power and control and gatekeepers for what he considers the right reasons. It's about power and control. You could say it's also about money because popularity means more clicks for Vox. I'm not trying to ignore the other arguments he's made about LGBT creators or homophobia, but I thought those were bad arguments also in terms of Crowder. And I also think the battle is in the context of a bigger culture war and who controls the narrative. It's against the backdrop of massive censorship and a traditional media that isn't controlling the narrative the way they used to or earning the same revenue or market share. It's also important to see that major elections are coming up and most smart people are long-term thinkers and strategists. Carlos works as many journalists do in the areas that his heart is in. It's not just personal or political or commercial, it's everything. Which is why what he's saying about journalists being gatekeepers, being the ideal, is very concerning. And he's not the only one who thinks this way. Carlos doesn't believe market share should be earned from viewers, but granted and controlled. He complained about the bias of Fox News and not liking that people paid attention to what Fox News paid attention to. But no source is unbiased. The thing I can think of that is very neutral is something like C-SPAN, where there is zero commentary. Journalists or gatekeepers who would get to pick the news events aren't non-biased either. Do you know what the best solution is? Alternative media, choices, options, so that people can pick something else when it becomes obvious that you can't trust a certain source. Vox does the same thing that he's accusing Fox of doing. By the way, Fox kind of sounds like Vox. They have bias in what they put their attention on. The outrage cycles that he refers to is also done on the left. Everyone is talking about diversity and inclusion that stems from the left introducing concepts of intersectionality and pushing it. I think that's trash and many people do also, even if some people do care about it. A lot of issues people more right-leaning don't think are worthy of attention or even that it's negative to pay attention to them. People on the left think it's scandalous you're not crying your heart out about some things and vice versa. I mean, Carlos just did the exact same thing when highlighting Carter's humor. Some people didn't think it was offensive, it was just funny. Carlos's ideal world of journalist gatekeeping is a bad idea because there is no good gatekeeping. There is just biased gatekeeping. The only gatekeeping that people have come upon in many years of thinking of debate is that you cannot incite to violence. For the specific example he mentioned where Fox promoted attention to certain things with Ilan Omar, I don't know if she's correct about Muslims losing their civil liberties because of a few people, but I do know that the right values certain things above others, like respect for the country, or patriotism, or following the law. That of course would not seem important to him. The second example, I personally do think it was a big deal, with Hillary Clinton and the security threat. 
That's not for Fox to decide, but for viewers to decide. And those doubts didn't come from Fox News. They came from Hillary Clinton's actions. Fox News just speaks to people who value certain things. Vox speaks to people who value certain things. There is tribalism involved. It's true, but you can't blame Fox News for reporting on something. And it's the same from the opposite perspective. I think it's an issue here of lack of viewpoint diversity. Alternative media creates viewpoint diversity. Carlos and many others want to eliminate that. And I think that's to be expected from many people, no matter what the stated interest is in others being able to talk, because it's almost natural. You think your viewpoint is right, and you don't understand why other people can't see it. Crowder's video had already been manually reviewed. His team had spoken to YouTube, and YouTube initially took his side, at least in some of the videos that that were clipped together. So YouTube caved to pressure. It wasn't a decision based on principle, but the emotions of the mob that YouTube decided to pay attention to. Feelings cannot be the reason to stop conversation in society. Authoritarianism can tip in any direction. Society has tools to negotiate what direction to go in. If you stop speech beyond the incitement to violence caveat, you lose that function of discourse. Many people have been deplatformed in the past few years. There was Alex Jones and Megan Murphy. I just remember Nick Monroe. More controversial ones that I won't bother to mention. There's a corporate competition aspect that's inevitable, but also the moral aspect. There is viciousness with which people go after those who don't say the right thing or speak in the right way about social issues. We live in a world where what people say matters more than what people do. What I mean by that is, even if you, five years ago, would be considered an upstanding citizen, if you don't condemn things in the same way as others, it's almost as if you did them yourself. You may condemn it, but you don't frame it right, say it in the right way, and often through the lens of intersectionality is what's wanted. If you don't do that, you're bad. One example is comparing the words of Sarah Zhang, I don't know how to say her name. A stark example is comparing the words of Sarah Zhang, who went on a Twitter rant against white people. This was not in the context of humor, even though the words of Crowder were. Those are two different platforms, YouTube and Twitter. But all of this is a part of a pattern of double standards. People also go after those who commit actual crimes, but the level at which they go after people saying words seems out of bounds. It's all about power and controlling the narrative. I think that there are people who really do believe it is about discrimination, but what's happening here is also part of a larger thing, even if you're only looking at it as that. For Carlos and his followers and those who support him in this case, it might be about discrimination, but this situation is part of a larger pattern of the loss of discourse and about competition between corporations and control over the future of society over control over information flow. Are there any solutions? I don't know if there are any solutions to discontent in society, which makes people argue. But I think there must be solutions to the polarization that we see because a lot of us have experienced the rise of that polarization so we know it's not the default state of society. The first thing I would say is go out and talk to people. Really understand that your neighbor might be someone who you could sit across from at dinner but if they said the wrong thing on Twitter, you would cancel them. Maybe try really hard to understand perspectives even if you don't agree and understand the subjective experience of reality. That's not saying reality itself is, a, is subjective, but that the experience of it is subjective, including yours and everyone else that you interact with. Mine too. 
even when you have the most we can have to be objective, which is data and statistics, how people may respond to that information might be different, how it's presented might be different, depends on who is presenting it, and it's important to replicate information as well. The second thing I would say is that we should focus on technology. We should focus on technology that in its very structure is more decentralized and look to competitors that are in their very nature decentralized because if a new platform were to be formed, it would just eventually lead down the same path, maybe with right-wingers censoring left-wingers or some other metric that's considered important in the future because we're going to think different things are important than we do think now 50 years in the future. I would flock to those sites and organizations even if there are people I don't like or don't agree with who also use those sites because their rights are my rights. I would be willing to pay for a better version of YouTube to cover hosting costs, which is a big financial hurdle. The third thing I would say is to promote critical thinking, however you can, and that has nothing to do with politics. You can promote critical thinking through what you vote for, for like Common Core or public education, or maybe you can host some kind of teaching that does critical thinking. I don't know, like be creative and think of ideas that you think will help. Another good solution is to make a conscious effort to debate arguments and not people. It takes effort to do that, but it's worth it. Even when you have bad thoughts about someone, you still treat them with respect. It's what helps lubricate society. I think this is something that neither the left nor right does very well, and especially not late night comedians or many comedians. The White House Correspondents' Dinner, I think, is a terrible idea, and it sets the tone in the highest reaches of societal discourse. People can do what they want, America can do what it wants, but culture does flow upwards and downwards, so it's something to think about. There is also a legal battle to be fought, of platforms like YouTube being publishers or not. Major social media platforms, including YouTube, are currently offered immunity from liability for the content on their sites under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. YouTube and other platforms like Twitter are acting as publishers and not neutral platforms anymore, picking and choosing what is on their sites. There are also antitrust cases against them. You can make your voice heard on these topics. You can go the route of government, though I prefer the tech route. Maybe do both, since we do live under government regulation and they are already under regulation that's currently helping them right now. There's a channel called YouTuber Law that has argued for the breach of contract approach, which is that no one can be aware of the contract between them and YouTube because they basically do what they like. I heard this in 2017 where YouTube was penalizing people for things they didn't know they were doing wrong and couldn't really know, and they have probably updated their language to protect themselves and give themselves more leeway, but that could still apply since it has not been that much time. And there's also an antitrust crackdown, but I'm not sure if this specifically applies to YouTube, although they're 90% market share. You can also directly support creators, just thinking aloud.tv slash donate, through the alternative methods that they ask you to. The last thing I would say is that deplatforming is not the answer. There are studies being promoted by established media that YouTube is radicalizing the right. One person of great interest to me is Rebecca Lewis, who authored a data and society report talking about YouTube radicalization of the extreme far right. She won't really respond to me, but I would challenge her to research with a different hypothesis in mind, that YouTube is radicalizing the left or that censorship radicalizes extremism. 
I did a search and found some articles. I also found two pieces with a theory that censorship produces radicalization. That's something to think about. Social media can amplify anything, not just the right wing and not just content you don't like, but content someone else likes, while what you like is considered bad and maybe you're the one being radicalized. Hmm? I found a professor at the University of Birmingham. She's called Rebecca Gould and she put in a Twitter thread something that I really liked. She was talking about how the vague International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, IHRA, definition of anti-Semitism was a threat to free speech and asked that we distinguish between words that offend and actions that harm. Maybe we should distinguish between words that offend and actions that harm. I really like the way that's put. That's it. Thank you for watching or listening. Please share. YouTube probably will not recommend this because... I'm not a trusted authority. You can also donate at justthinkingoutloud.tv slash donate. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave a comment. Again, please share. You can also find me on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search for Just Thinking Out Loud. I'm also going to officially start a monthly newsletter so you can keep updated that way as well. And I'm just going to go through all the other places that you can find me. Find me on BitChute, search for Just Thinking Out Loud. You can find me on Gab, Desiree Thinking, like my Twitter handle. You can find me on Minds if you search for either Desiree Thinking or Just Thinking Out Loud. Minds.com says Just Thinking Out Loud. You can find me on, a, it's a web app, sorry, a mobile app called Portal, and you search for Just Thinking Out Loud. You can also find me on DTube. Uh, the handle is Desiree Thinking. And then you can also find me on my website at justthinkingoutloud.tv. You can also go to my Patreon and donate, but all that info is on justthinkingoutloud.tv slash donate. Thank you for watching. Have a great day. I hope this was interesting and a bit more comprehensive and nuanced than a lot of videos and responses that I was seeing out there. I'm also leaving some pretty great resources in the description if you want to check those out as well. I'll talk to you soon. Until next time.